Hey, welcome to season three. <laughs> hey, welcome to season three of the Power of Two podcast. We were planning on just doing this episode by ourselves, but then Allison yoloed over here <laughs> at five minutes before we were going to podcast, and, and here she so is. Glad. Okay, yoloed over here. I like to say I was fucking booty call over here, <laughs> which was I texted something totally random, and then the response was. Hey, do you want to come over? We're going to podcast. And it was like 11 o'clock on, no, 10 o'clock on a Friday. And I almost said no. But then I was like, Maddie's moving. So I'll come over. I believe the text actually offered a foot soak, wine, and podcast. Yeah, and I accepted all three gladly. So it was a little more attractive than just come over late at night, hop in a car, and get your booty over here. But I still said yes, like the needy person I am. <laughs> and we're so glad you did. Mm-hmm. Um, great. So we watched season three, episode one, and it was called The Honeymoon's Over, and boy is it ever. <laughs> I liked this episode. I did too. I loved it. I thought it was the best episode. In the middle of it, I feel like Allison was like, this is the worst so far, and <laughs> No, I take that back. I don't think it's the worst of the now five that I've seen. I definitely don't think it's the worst. No, but the painting one is the worst. The no, I, I think know. that was probably the worst of the whole series. Your opinions are loud and clear. We can talk about this in a broader sense, maybe when we've finished discussing. Like, I do think that there seems to be something, like, things here that sort of go broader than just this episode, mm-hmm. but I think, like, if this was very poorly paced, and, um, mm-hmm. there were, like, really almost nothing happened. That's fair. It's fair. Well, okay, we'll get into it. Let's start with Wikipedia Corner. Um, I have it up, so I'll just read it. But it's Allison's turn. Okay. okay. I read it last time. Right, do it. Then do it. Just go for it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, while Piper and Leo are away for a month seeing the elders, Prue and Phoebe must face a series of demons known as guardians who help mortal murderers go free in exchange for the souls of their victims. After saving Daryl from a guardian, Prue and Phoebe must testify in court where it is later revealed that the, the judge and all of the people in the court <laughs> room are demons. Phoebe falls in love. Wow. Wow, that's putting a lot of emotional... Okay, we'll get into that. All right. Phoebe falls in love with the district attorney, Cole Turner, who she does not know... Wait. Wait, However... Oh, my God. I'm illiterate right now. However, she does not know he's a demon sent by the triad to kill the charmed ones. Ooh, this is getting ahead of itself. We don't know that either yet. No, this... Someone's writing this with advanced knowledge. We need to edit these. I know. Honestly, it's true. You should. Um, Meanwhile, Piper and Leo return. They returned a while ago. And reveal that the elders want them to end their relationship or else the sisters will get a new white lighter. However, Leo decides to propose to Piper in secret. That's a lot of howevers. Um, That was (laughs) probably the most inaccurate (laughs) summary we've had so far. I don't think it's inaccurate. I just think it's not... I think the nuances are all wrong, but sort of the main... They hit the main point, points correctly. The emphasis is on the wrong syllable. The emphasis <laughs> is 100% on the wrong syllable. That's actually very... That's a great point. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> all right, so we we open... God bless you from the top. <laughs> I really want to talk about this opening sequence because it completely disappeared into the rest of this episode but we open on prue um with amazing hair mm-hmm. reading through the book of shadows like finally someone is paying attention to the book of shadows after two years um <laughs> and of course phoebe like immediately comes in and ruins it and is like the book will do nothing for you i'm sorry it actually did something for them immediately after that but whatever um and she's, like, turning the pages, and then, like, at, it's, like, quick cutting between her reading the book, and then, like, close-ups of, like, different <laughs> dolls that are in the attic, and yeah. then, like, a teddy, teddy bear, bear. Yeah. and then, like, a cuckoo clock. And it was so dramatic, but it, it wasn't, 
It was trying to unsettle us before we had Piper walk in to be like, it seemed like an intruder, but it really was like someone we knew. Yeah. So it was trying to set up this like environment of like, ooh, it's like creepy unfamiliarity. Oh, just kidding. It was. Yeah. But it was like so. It was not effective. It was to zero end. It's not something that the show like does. Like, really? It's season three. We're doing something new. <laughs> yeah. Change it up. But I, mean, I laughed out loud when they showed the up close of the teddy bear. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> because first of all, that teddy bear was brand new. It's not like a well-worn teddy bear that they put in the attic for like safekeeping. It was yeah. just like a random like brand new gunned teddy bear. Gunned. I was gonna say that too. Nice <laughs> It clearly was. Um, anyway, I loved it and hated it. I liked nothing about it. <laughs> It was awful. And then crew beats up PB or whatever. I don't know why. And then it's like, oh, Piper's, you turned the heat off because you didn't pay it. Piper's been gone for a month. You're like, and Piper like, holds the whole house together. Well, no, it was like, which I'm, like, I'm going to I'm gonna take care of the house and you're going to take care of the club or like vice versa. But that seems like such a weird blanket thing to be like, not, we won't interact at all about who's taking care of these bills. Like, you'll what just take care of the home, and you'll take care of P3, is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. But it, yeah. Obviously, she didn't take care of the club, because Piper came back and was like, I have nothing left. <laughs> and <laughs> yet, and yet, the bare naked ladies were on their way. We're getting True. out of ourselves, but oh still, God, I feel like that is nothing to do, nothing to sniff at. BNL, you guys. BNL. Yikes. Anyway. Um, okay. How Wait, many but intro shots were there? No, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm so okay. sorry because wow. before we get to the credits and the intro shots, we have to talk about Undercover Daryl. <laughs> was that before the intro? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, we long. definitely so Daryl calls Darryl. them? Is that right? What happened? Yeah, he calls yes. them at two in the morning and it's like, right. I'm at a rave. And he's no, talking to them inside the rave. Go outside, he's dude. Literally like this. I'm at a rave. I've got the guy in my sights. In the middle of a rave. And he is he just calling them because he knows that there's some magic afoot? Yeah, he's like, he has apparently, Prue was explaining that he's been con- talking to Prue, and Prue has not been telling Phoebe about it, about, like, he thinks that they're, this murderer has a demonic association because he's writing a demonic symbol on right. the foreheads of his victims, which is just an upside-down triangle, which is gay not demonic so rude. no honestly the way that that triangle was drawn it was a straight up uterus i was said that exactly <laughs> like he like, it had fallopian kills. tubes and like little places for it eggs has, like little edges and yeah. he like when he kills the person it's like he he gets a uterus on his forehead and their uterus is merged i mean i think it's a symbol of this show's we're feminists, but anyways, for sure. this <laughs> um, show is v feminist. It wow. really is. Just kidding, it's not. It hates women, um, but and all people, really. <laughs> yeah. But but I what I, my main point about undercover Daryl is his outfit. Yes, and I mean I guess it's gonna be my fashion moment, but I don't know that I want to commit to that. I honestly I'll thought, like, to be honest, and I know you guys are going to laugh slash be incredulous, <laughs> respectively. <laughs> um, I actually thought Daryl looked better in that outfit than in like his normal cop uniform. Oh no, I agree. Where he he looks great. <laughs> He's wearing a cape vest. <laughs> no, there's a cape. Are you kidding me? Yes, that vest went down to his knees. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Yes, it did. <gasps> We're gonna pull off the screenshot. Okay, fine. I believe you. I guess. No. I yeah. I believe you, but. I but also, like, like later no, I was I was very I like I was very taken aback when I saw him, and then later when they're in the police department and he's wearing like a white Oxford shirt and a tie, I was like, you don't Daddy, look you also. don't look right in like those clothes. You look right when you're wearing this sleeveless top and are showing off your a huge sleeve, muscles. A sleeveless leather vest. <laughs> Let's just say it out loud because we haven't yet. And and he was so he was in the middle of this rave and he was on the phone with the Hollowbell sisters and he was like, I'm looking at this uterus face and he was wearing a sleeveless, sleeveless leather vest and his arms looked incredible. They, yeah. Like they were like, I, like they were on par with Michelle Obama. <laughs> Which is really nothing to, to like be upset about. I noticed them too. It was very... I, I didn't think of Michelle Obama. I thought of Matt Damon in The Born Identity when he cuts that woman's hair. What are Oh, you when, they're the bathroom, when they're in the bathroom. It's a very sexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I don't remember her name. She's like a European actress. What? 
And she's the they one that he like. Run, she yeah yeah she's the one that he like ropes in for the whole movie when she yeah, yeah. Okay. and he cuts her hair in the bathroom they're trying to it, oh my god that was the really first good. time that was like a sexual <laughs> awakening for me oh my god we were like 15 <laughs> I know but I was like but oh there are different muscles types. are good there are different types of sexual yeah it was a, one of the stages okay um so anyway <laughs> Daryl yeah muscles are good that was my awakening <laughs> yeah I mean, I feel like the born identity was very legitimate in many different ways, and that's just one of the many. <laughs> you know, it's like... What about the born supremacy? I mean, I liked them all, but I, the identity is the original, so I really don't remember enough details. We're getting way off topic here. <laughs> um, okay, this is... Okay, I'm going to say something else but until before we get to the... Um, actual episode (laughs) um so before we have the credits we have the very the first example but not the last of our villain um so the guy that that daryl is chasing is the the guy with the very curvy knife which i would love to hear your guys's opinion on the importance of a fucking curvy knife it's called an athame excuse you okay you know what hold on to that for like two seconds from now because i'm making a point but i would love i Truly, I would love to hear more about Athame. Yeah. Okay. Um, which, it seems to be a side effect of holding an Athame <laughs> in, um, when you're attacking another person, is that you have to attack them extremely slowly. <laughs> Extreme, you're stabbing them with Yo. the speed of a sloth or snail. Well, because you have to insert every curve. Into you can't make the cut, but it was, but it wasn't like it was like he was waiting to jump into double dutch, like the way that he was trying to stab this person. Like, he was like, Now's the time, no, no, oh, I just missed it. Now's the time, yeah. Like, he had understand, he he was just stabbing very slowly so he could get caught. I get it, like, in the TV sense, but um, it it happened. I would say probably three times throughout the episode. But it's yes. mixed messages because I didn't understand him in the beginning. I thought, like, because there were, like, these voices he was hearing also and the hesitation and stabbing. It seemed yeah, like I thought he his was, like, mortal being self controlled w- yeah, by I thought, a demon. Yeah. I thought his mortal, like, the person that he was as a mortal it, yeah. that was taken over by a demon was, like, in conflict with his demonic side. Yeah, for they sure. They did not explore that at all. Also, no. we're saying him a lot. We need to talk about his name, which Amelia. we discover later is Emilio Smith. Smith. <laughs> Emilio Smith. What a name. Yeah. I mean. Um, also, but I feel also like Baldwin didn't... has the biggest forehead of any bald man ever, which is saying something because he's literally bald. <laughs> has he? Did he speak? And like no, I felt like he at one point I was like, I don't, everyone. I don't think he's spoken yet. He spoke one line like three quarters of the way through the episode and I'm not sure I forget but um I don't remember who was speaking all I know is right before it I wrote down has Emilio spoken a single word and then right after that he said his line do you think that they like would not have had to pay him if he just didn't (laughs) (laughs) they wouldn't have that's what my that was what I was thinking I was like oh my god this is so clever they like got away with not paying him I mean I couldn't tell you anything what he said me neither I don't remember him saying anything. Who did I, he say it But to? he wasn't important. Uh, it turns out he was not oh, important. Oh, Cole. Yeah, I think Cole he, interviews him. I, yeah, yeah. When they're in the... Yeah, yeah. That, But what did he well, say? We'll get there. He I don't was remember. Like, he was like, his boss or whatever. He's like, oh, I guess they will get you, blah, blah, blah. Also, like, what kind of criminal was he? Just, like, a random serial killer? His MO is just to kill whoever comes upon him when he feels like killing? Yeah. Remember I mean, he's isolated that's why I in thought an he was alley. controlled by a demon because it was like, why is he killing this person? He had no and motivation it whatsoever. Like he enjoyed getting the souls, but the, it turns out later that the soul is going to his guardian. Yeah, it was like a guy in black choir like robes. He literally like jizzed when their uteruses <laughs> merged. And I was like, what is happening? Guys, wait, I have wait, a wait, wait. Job, he doesn't even get it. I have and a really important question. No, wait. Okay. okay. Is it before or after the credit? Before. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So this uterus carved into the foreheads, mm. they refer to as a rune. <laughs> and then it never has any effect on anything. What's a rune? A rune is like an ancient it's a marking. symbol. Yeah. Why is that From significant like, in... Like, they're like, oh my god, it's a rune. Why is it significant? It's not. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> just, just checking. like... It's, just checking. Honestly, it's probably just like, oh, it's in the book. It's yeah. probably what that was. Yes. It's like a magical word. 
They Hi- they it's s- like them saying, like, it's a hieroglyph. Right, but they mm. said it with the significance of, like, it, this is meaningful in some way. Instead of just being like, this is magical, and that means the show is oh, magical. I mean, Honestly, it, it was just something they recognized. Okay. Yeah, the only context I have for rooms is Harry Potter and at... Camp Mather, they used boring. to sell little rocks with runes on them oh. for whatever reason at the general store. <laughs> and they had like little explanations of what that's they meant. Because it was store. Northern California. That's I would love to make one more point <laughs> Please before do. we move on from the first three minutes of the episode. Um, which is that I think the a very emotional moment, like something that affected me in the beginning, um, was... In the part where Emilio was killing Daryl outside of the club, or trying to, um, he gets... So he's, like, slow stabbing Daryl, right? Mm-hmm. He, like, has the knife, he's gonna stab him. And he gets interrupted because, like, a club girl is behind him and gasps mm-hmm. and sees him and, like, some fucking idiot. He goes after her. And I think that that moment was actually... I was actually scared no, I mean, for yeah, her. Yeah, totally. And I think it was, like, a very emotionally affecting like, moment was... where she tried to get back into the club, the door was locked, she couldn't. She tried to climb over barbed wire and grabbed it with her hands yeah. and clearly hurt herself, not because she showed it because, like, but she just grabbed him to barbed wire. Yeah. And... He pulled her down by her ankles, which is, like, one of my worst fears. Like, I don't like anyone following me upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really hate that, and that brought that up in me. Um, he pulled her down, and he, he like, pulled her to him and stabbed her and in she, the stomach. And she goes, please don't hurt me before. She, yeah, like, she pulls her down, part. and she goes, please don't hurt me, and then it stabs yeah, her. Yeah, and she's dead. Was, and he take, Yeah, she had a line. Yeah, so they had to give him a line. But, like, then she gets whatever, a rune in her forehead, the spirit goes to him. Um, but I thought that was, like, a very... There, I don't think anything else was very scary in this episode, but I thought that was actually yeah, really scary. Yeah, that's scary, scary. That true. scary. That and the gun. Yeah, the gun. Scary. Oh, we'll get, we'll get there. Well, that was surprising. But, yeah, yeah. So, we have, like, so much. Okay, so then <laughs> credits, there were three establishing shots plus one really, really long one. Yeah, they were all in fast-forward. Which and I complained about in my scene, last episode. They were like jump cuts. Like it was like, we're going really fast. It's not fast enough. So we got to jump three minutes <laughs> ahead in this footage and then fast forward and then jump three minutes ahead in this footage. And then one that was like a minute long that just like boomeranged around the Trans-America period. <laughs> so I was like, like why? I miss San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of those shots. It's paid for by the San Francisco Tourism mm-hmm. Bureau or whatever. It could have just been one it's shot. working, sir. That started... After well, the one we the, saw, and then just went part of the way around the pyramid. We did not need to go. No, all but the, but also like the interesting thing was like the jumps were from, they were whatever it was four different shops shots. Oh my god! But the jumps were from like it was like Market Street, like three feet ahead in Market Street. Yeah. It was like the jumps were all relate like all the yeah, shots no, were it, related. See, honestly, it was clearly like, the same footage, and they were like, "This isn't going fast enough." Cut. Okay, we need to cut again. Oh, sorry, we need didn't to cut again. No, they love doing that on this show. So there was I, there was a very memorable <laughs> version of that with the Golden Gate Bridge, where oh they were just God. in like a car would so be like beautiful. two steps forward in the next cut. Um, anyway, that style of shot, like it really makes me anxious <laughs> to watch. I mean, I, I oh, am not kidding about that one. Us. It's one and a half times fast forward, so yeah. it's like it's very close to reality. But, like, it's not quite, and so you don't feel comfortable sharing with anyone it's around like you watching it. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's uncanny Oh, yeah, Valley. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, wow. Okay, so then we get... All right. Okay. So we get back to the house, right? Is that where we go? No. No, we are. We're at the crime we're scene. We're in court. Just kidding. Oh, oh yeah, we're in court. And shows up. And Prue is wearing a... Oh. An outfit that is completely stolen from Lorelai Gilmore. And it is a cream-colored turtleneck with a leather jacket. Oh, it's at the crime scene, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have... All I have is Daryl's guns in all caps. <laughs> so I think that I missed this part. <laughs> I was distracted. Like, what is this turtleneck and, and leather col- jacket thing that was oh, very popular okay. in those days? Okay, so we have to talk about this crime scene scene we're not at the courthouse we're literally yes. at the crime scene and daryl 
exposes the dirt of police work and is like, Prue and Phoebe, you just have to lie. They're like, we can't be witnesses. We performed magic and he saw us. We need to leave. And he's like, no, you witnessed the crime. You have to be here and you have to tell them what happened. They're not going to believe a scumbag like Emilio Smith. Emilio just lie. Smith. Get your shot. story straight. Okay. And then, and then he's like, do it quick because here comes the ADA. And we turn to the ADA and it's Cole. And then you turn back to Phoebe and she is losing her mind. She has in her immediately. No, she has fallen in love. Immediately. Yeah, as Wikipedia told us, she's she had a full emotional journey. <laughs> and she's immediately <laughs> one second. And Prue and Phoebe are sort of like really like uncomfortable she with what Daryl has has told them they yeah. need to do. And then Prue and then uh, sorry, Cole walks up and Phoebe's immediately like, "Yeah, we saw everything. Mm-hmm. It's her fine." Her eyes literally pop open. Her jaw drops. And she just stares at him and smiles. It's almost horrifying. To be fair, Cole's very cute. <laughs> he is. And my white light was that he has very nice eyes. He that is. was your white light That's my white episode? light of the episode. For the listeners. Wow. He's from, what's he from? Australia. Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. <laughs> he's he's, he's an Australian from Nip Tuck. He's like one of the main doctors in Nip Tuck. Yeah, he's the brown haired one. Yeah, he is very, he's I think handsome. The other one's blonde, I've never seen it. I haven't either, but I'm too Me scared. Neither. I think I'd throw up. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, but then after, like, all pretty quickly after that crime scene, we go right to the courtroom and Cole is talking to um, Prue and Phoebe. He's but doing like, their interview in the like courtroom at, right before the As right if they're not in the courtroom. Yeah. Like he is talking about the trial and he's asking them very serious questions that should be on the record. Yeah. And yet they they're like waiting like, for the trial to start, which is like hot fucking bullshit. Like, bro, do your research before you walk into the courtroom. Well, Can he like brings to them like, I'm good at my job. And they're like, I don't think that you are. <laughs> no, I believe what he said is I'm good at what I do. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's, that's because good then job. Allison said sexually, and Phoebe agreed. <laughs> yes. Phoebe and I are like Phoebe's competing for Cole agreed. right now. <laughs> um, but I will say, like, you know what? Like, DA Jack, whatever from Law and Order, would have 0% of this bullshit right now. Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly unprofessional so on every level. They did not even try. These people haven't even seen Law and Order. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. No, and honestly, they should take some notes because that show lasted a lot longer than Charmed ever did. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, Charmed, Charmed is like nine seasons long. Well, so. <laughs> uh, you know what? Law and Order is like twenty-five. So whatever. You're like, right. You're so right. You're so okay. But I will say, can I? I'll bring up my fashion moment now yeah, because it was um, at the end of this. Um, scene, which is it was literally like 0.5 seconds. I don't think it took up <laughs> an entire second of the broadcast. Can't wait to try and screenshot this. <laughs> Great news, but you know what? I would love for you to take screenshots of the last episode that when I was here because I think those fashion moments were really great. Okay, and they still haven't showed up on the website. <laughs> um, but this was it was when they were leaving the courtroom. And you had seen Phoebe sort of talking to Cole, totally, like, wet for him this whole time. Um, but then she turns around and leaves. They're, like, she and Prue are leaving. And she's in, like, a, a sweater duster that's, like, I don't know, like, like green, sort of, like, army green mm-hmm. colored. But it had, like, Asian characters painted yeah. upon the pocket. Well, I thought that was, like, like, like two bag. random no. white patches it was the top, pockets. top the green. It was the pockets. Uh, but one was no. in a different spot. Like, oh. one was down here and one was up, like, near her shoulder. To be fair, it was like a... 0.5 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but it true. was enough it was for me to be visually arrested and offended. I, I gasped. Um, it, it was, was really it terrible. Was insulting. But best of luck. I'm finding a picture of it. Thank you. Um, but it was, you know, I stand by the fashion moment because I do love a good, solid, you know, like good scene of a fashion moment, but this was, like, enough. Well, this leads right into my fashion moment, which was, like, basically the next image that we see after that. And it was Prue's necklace, which is in the episode, (laughs) like, the rest of the episode, basically. Except for the whole episode, yeah. At the very end, she puts on another ridiculous necklace. But this one was, like... I thought it was a choker, and it wasn't really a choker, but it was still... It was, like, a very short beaded necklace. The beads were red and turquoise. It was I feel clearly like it started out as a choker and then kind of loosened. 
Well, yeah. she just moved her head around, so it yeah. stretched out. Um, clearly Native American inspired. Again, um, it had a huge silver medallion in the center center <laughs> of the necklace, and then a like little <laughs> poof of a of a feather I like it was popping. A feather penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A feather penis. Feather penis. Feather just penis. like sticking straight out of the center. Yeah. Like poof. Yeah. Erect. It was an erect yeah. feather. Yeah. <laughs> it was so short. It was awkward on a lot of levels. So there was just a feather sitting on her chest. Yeah, so that was cool. Right. But to be fair, Prue was my favorite character in this episode. Right. I thought Shannon Doherty did an miracle. amazing job. It, yeah. It was, it was like a whole... Like, I, it was like a whole new person. I would say it was a 0.5 new person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think her acting was still bad. But she had actually, in that same scene where we first saw the necklace, she had a great moment where... So that's where... Um, oh my god. Piper. I never know anyone's name. Um, Piper and Leo, like, white Return. light. Back, yeah. Mm-hmm. And where she, we first met necklace. And there's a great moment. So Phoebe, like, oh, fuck, no. Piper freezes <laughs> the scene. And she's like, they're, she and Leo are in a fight. So she freezes mm-hmm. them. And she's like, I'm going to the bar. Goodbye. And leaves. And then Leo is there frozen, and it's just Prue and Phoebe with him, and he unfreezes, and and Prue just says, "We need to find about find out about guardians." Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Like it was so she was ahead of her time. Like, okay, thanks. Bye. Did not exist yet. Yeah. yeah. But like, but I'm like probably like people saw that episode and were like, "What is this? This is bullshit." But honestly, she was ahead of her time. No, it was. I it was I wrote that down work. too. It was beautiful. It was yeah. perfectly delivered, and also with the level of respect that I believe Leo oh, should shit. be treated with, i.e., very little or negative, and yeah. he should be treated like he's working for them because he does, and. They too often treat him like he's the answer to all their problems, and no, he doesn't. They let him in and planes. He mans planes, and honestly, he has a hunchback. He like (laughs) (laughs) he literally helped them almost none. I would say, yeah, he's literally useless about ninety five percent of the time. Um, Okay, I'm gonna do my fashion moment, which is way back in the beginning, Mm. um, which was the outfit that Phoebe started in. Which was oh, fire yeah. orange <laughs> in Ooh, various yeah. shades. It was very extremely rough. Mm, yeah, it was like okay. So there was a top underneath a jacket, but the top matched the necktie. So she was wearing <laughs> a top, necktie, and jacket that were all a shade of fire, mostly like light orange. Okay, and then the necktie. Which and- I would say the necktie, like just for listeners, is like. It's not a tie. It's like something that like a lady who worked at the bank, like, oh, my, no, yeah. like my mother, would would have worn in like 1980. For sure, it was like, like a, off to the side. It's a little scarf, and you push it to the side like Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, yeah or, but it, or like a but it's a stewardess. But yeah. like it went down to like her boob. Ugly as fuck. It was not <laughs> yeah. a short like classic tie. It was like tie. four it feet was, long. Yes, it was very long. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was, she tied a necktie around her neck. It was like the yes, but off to the side and like away. The orangest thing I've ever seen. And add to that fact that Phoebe is now blonde. It was just a lot. Okay. So a lot of yeah, yellow Yeah, she's better as a brunette. Yeah. I would agree. Although, once she got out of the orange, I was like, oh, okay. I kind of like the blonde. But as soon as she appeared she the blonde better. and the orange, I was like, what is happening and why? But, okay, so she has the matching top, which is like a bandeau kind of tank top, it looks like, with, like, purple <laughs> decorations on it. And then her coat is, I think, suede. <laughs> but, like, a random-sized patches of just various shades of orange, like triangles. Yeah, triangles. Mostly triangles. So many triangles. Just a bunch of different sized shapes and dimensional triangles of different colors sewn sloppily together and put into made into a coat to go over apparently another piece of orange I mean it was like Joseph's coat of orange I was going to say that it was was only orange Phoebe's Technicolor dream coat (laughs) yeah Um, you guys I worked I was a stage manager for that play for children someone paid me to do that (laughs) um okay so everyone goes to the club and we really need to talk about wait just 
Whatever. I'm. I didn't write down fucking anything in this episode. We're moving on to USC. Me neither. I, Campus. No, I'm skipping over USC and moving. No. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Where? Oh yeah. Where? You yeah, guys took care of this. So okay. So after the moment where, um, okay, thank you, bye happens like in the home. Um, we cut to. Phoebe and she's I don't know what her class is is that established in another episode but she's, she's back in, in classes yeah no, it's so not, she's but... in mysterious college <laughs> commuter college and Tierney knows that it was USC USC's because of her campus. Southern California roots um, but <laughs> I went there yeah, she went to honestly she told all of us she really wanted to go to USC um, <laughs> and we we're like I quit I guess um, so. Then it was Phoebe walking around. It was just her, like, holding her books or whatever at USC. And then Cole taps her on the shoulder, and she says, A la Miss Piggy. Hi-ya! And kicks him with her leg, except he catches it. And... And she's wearing a platform sandal. Yes, she's wearing a fucking hideous platform sandal. And he's holding onto her leg, and they have, like, a 30-second of... Like, maybe more, maybe to a minute conversation with him holding her leg. And she does say, like, can I have it back? And he says, okay, yeah, fine. But, like, like she's wearing a skirt. No, but I will remind everyone. Also, she's wearing a skirt, and her leg is straight up in the air as they're having that conversation. Also, he says, right in his face, nice calf. Hey, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, no, and then she you. says, can I have it back? Nice and he's like, no, calf. I want to fuck it. It's just, like when, it's just <laughs> like when Prue says nice testicles that? to Leo. Oh my god. It's like, why are, this is not the body part. Also, I like, I think that's worse. I think nice testicles is worse. It was so awkward. I think that's worse. It was very awkward. Okay, so then we cut, we cut to the club. But also he gives her oh, yeah. his card and he says, my home number's on the back for sexual reasons. <laughs> Yeah, then does she use he it? Literally but whatever. Does that. He literally whispers for a second. No, he doesn't, but we all read it correctly. Because <laughs> we can all read situations correctly. I'm like them. Okay, oh. so then she go they we all go to the club and Phoebe walks down the stairs wearing her backpack like she's never worn a backpack. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I saw that too. She was like, what is wrong with waddling, hunchback, forward so far. It's absurd. It's very clear that she never attended high school or college. Yeah, like she can't handle having something on her back. It's like, it's so awkward looking. I we need to like take a video of it because it's like, it's not a way. It's so weird. It's so weird. I missed it. You know what, fans? I'll tell I you just right thought, now. I just thought I was like, I was like, what is she doing? She was walking downstairs. I was like, that girl's never had a backpack full of shit before. <laughs> and then it just flew out of my mind. She's never had to. You know what? She grew up in Canada or wherever. Well, she's she was a child from. star, so like she probably. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Charles is Charles in charge or is he not? No, what's her show? Oh, who's the boss? Who's, who's the, boss? the boss? Same diff. Is she, she the, is boss the boss or is she not? Sam's the she, boss. Who's Sam? That's her character. She's Sam. Sam. Yeah, she's, she's the, the boss. boss. Oh my god. She never had to wear a fucking backpack. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so we're in the club, right? Yeah, we're in the club. None of my notes are in the club. I have nothing else to say seeing. about the club. I just Me noticed neither. that part. My next line is, um, what is my next line? <laughs> oh, my next line was, thank God they aren't gone actually for the whole episode. <laughs> Piper yeah. and Leo. But actually, I wish they had been because their, their subplot was unbearable. Can we talk Although about... Piper was amazing throughout, even though she was being fed garbage. Holly Marie Combs killed it. Yeah, but usual. can we talk about the beads that were woven into her hair? Because those no, were we absurd. <laughs> no, we they, no, they were like, um, wait, what's the store where they have like silver Twitters. necklaces and stuff? No, it's like for your mom. Um, Brighton. Brighton. Wow, Beach I memoirs. No, don't don't play. That that's a play. But no, it's like Brighton. Is. Whatever is it's in Stonestown. I don't know. But like she had bright jewelers. No, it's called <laughs> Brighton. Best wishes to you. Okay, yeah, she <laughs> she had Brighton type like jewels into it. were like her hair. multicolored blue and white. Like, they were probably they were those silver. ones that you could no, screw into your hair. They were like plastic beads. No, they. I don't know, but they were like a rope of beads I think it was woven into her hair. No. 
She was wearing a ponytail. Okay. It was so hideous, and they were perfect on each side. All right, let's. Talk I feel. About my I was gonna say. I feel yeah. it's becoming unrelatable. <laughs> talk about your white light. My white light is what happens next, which is we. Piper is walking around the house, and <laughs> yes. she hears <laughs> so Leo saying, "I love you. You're the light of my life. You're, You're my, my raison, raison d'être." <laughs> That was his exact pronunciation. That's your sarcastic white and, light. Yeah, no, it's... It should be not sarcastic. It's my real hey. white light. It was funny. Oh, okay. Because Piper is amazing. Oh, you're right, you're right. Like, he is rehearsing lines in a mirror for some reason. I don't know. So then you, like, we cut in between Piper reacting and Leo doing it, which is weird. We don't need to see Leo doing it because it's just embarrassing. He's just saying I love you to like himself in a mirror. Humiliating. <laughs> I've never felt more embarrassed Piper while watching the show. Was like, Maddie said um, that out loud when it was happening. She was like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for him. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't even sit still. No, it was like I had to break the so reality bad. of watching a show. Piper opens the door and is like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> and he was so in the pee-pee perfect. room, too. And then she was like, I'm just talking to myself. And she says, you were telling yourself how much you love you? Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> and you laughed out loud really loudly. <laughs> Also. The whole that whole scene, he's he's like, then he asked her to go downstairs, and she's like, no, you're acting really fucking weird. Just tell me what's going on. Oh, that she was a great just reaction. Just killed that whole scene, even though Leo was. I mean, Brian Krause can't act. Let's be real. But then he, so then he proposes to her in like a very anticlimactic way, and he doesn't say any of the stuff he was saying to himself in the mirror. No, not at all. So maybe he really was just telling himself how much he loved himself. She does he does love himself a whole lot. So <laughs> he definitely loves himself. Um, God, I just, the premise of this plot was so weak, and I didn't realize it until just now, and I think that says something. Honestly, I think that says something about the show's progress towards being a real show. It's tricking you? Yeah. It's, like, coalescing into, like, a unified thing where I can watch the episode and not be caught up in, like, the plot. You know, not be aware of, like, where things are falling. I'm just sort of, like, watching it, and now looking back on it, I'm like... The fuck was this episode even about? Guess yeah. what? Guardians and Sword of the Guardians. Still totally unclear. <laughs> so still full not on I actually had like yeah. I thought it was a really so Phoebe sort of gets an active power in oh, this yeah. episode. I don't know. But what, it's what she's not allowed to go. Which is the exact power that she was given, stolen from that demon. So I don't really understand. Well, no, that it was flying. Cheap. That was straight up flying. Oh, I'm sorry. This it's is very different. They, yeah, but you're right. Still have a lot to go. Right? Yeah. So, no. Le- Sorry, so Phoebe, like... I have a half a page of notes left. <laughs> so, so. so Phoebe <laughs> levitates in this parking garage while the Emilio is trying to kill Cole. And she's very surprised. And I... I had, like, a reaction to that that wasn't negative. I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting for her. Yeah, and then, of no. course, she immediately ruins it by falling to the ground and going, an active power. <laughs> like, that's your reaction? You're literally, like, trying... Like, someone's trying to kill you right now. Also, her active power, like, sucks, of course. (laughs) Like, levitating, I guess it's active in that you move, but, like, it's not something you can attack someone with. You can't levitate yourself into someone as, like, a weapon. You're gonna get hurt. Does this power stay? I have no memory of this power. Yeah, it does. I remember. As soon as she did that, I was like, oh, right. Because then she uses her... Uh, martial art that she learned in a day um, <laughs> and like uses the levitation to help her with that from now on. Well, Phil, Phil, what's his name? Cole. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Yeah. Like, I quit this podcast. Phil <laughs> um, <laughs> refers to this incident as. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Phil and Cole are very different people. Um, but are they? That's they for you to decide. The Honestly, they are both the source of all evil. So. <laughs> he ref- he keeps ta- or he refers to this incident as like Emilio hitting me over the head. Like he's not going to get in trouble for quote hitting me over the head. But I'm pretty sure if he was a real lawyer, he would call it assault. assault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if he was just a person in the world, he might call like, it. If we were talking assault. about a fucking court case, and you're like, he's going to get time for hitting me over the head. No, <laughs> he's getting caught for murder. No, but okay. 
Let's talk about the battle scene. I'm so happy there was a battle scene. It's my white light. I, yeah. I, I, well, I have two white lights. If it's okay. yours, I'll take... I have another no, I already one, have actually, my white that light. we passed one. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I'll bring it up maybe if we say other things we want to bring up. Um, but I honestly think, like, of the five episodes I've watched, mm-hmm. it was fucking flawlessly ex- executed. Yeah. I think, like, the fighting was great. No yeah. one looked like they were, like, like trying to beat someone up and failing it, but, like, actually winning. Like, ever, like, Prue, like, walked up a wall and flipped over. Yeah. Like, people were pu- pretending to punch things, and it looked successful. I think it was a really good job. I think yeah, so, too. And, totally. like, they were all involved in separate skirmishes in yes. the same fight. I think that was the key, rather than yeah. just, like, let's all stand around and throw a potion. Oh, no, it didn't work. Prue, well, do something! But it, and zero... <laughs> zero of the fights... Or phrase them! Zero of the fights involved their powers. They were just doing sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, mediocre martial arts, yeah. which would well, never, they would have never won. Like, if this was a real, like, I didn't buy that they won, but it didn't matter because, the, like, but they were. But a martial arts expert, you don't understand, because she learned martial arts the one day that she. No, I saw, that was an episode I was present for. Because <laughs> that was when she could read the dictionary and know yeah. all the words. Yeah, I know. I was but, there. But literally yeah, I. The other thing I liked about this was, like, the setup to the fight, which is, like, they slowly, through Piper's, like, freezing power, they slowly realize that everybody in the courtroom is evil. Yeah. Like, yes. all of the, like, administrators of mm-hmm. justice, basically. Um, uh, one which, like, oh, such is... commentary. But, like, all, but also, like, it was kind of, like, it, it gave you a feeling, not exactly fear or, like, anxiety, but it gave you a feeling, yes, like, a I positive feeling of, like, oh, my God, like... They're all, they're surrounded by people who are demons. Yeah. No, or involved right. in evil well, doing. Was it like wasn't every... so strong as, like, actual fear, but it was like, oh, I care about this scene. It was a little bit scary because... <laughs> like I sat all, up in my seat a little bit. All of the evil people were smiling at them in a very, like... Um, Menacing. Yeah, an invasive way. Mm-hmm. And, and they sort of all pulled out a sort of weapon, and mostly it was just, like, a lot of different types of nunchucks. But then, like, <laughs> then, like the defense attorney pulled out a fucking gun. Yeah, that yes. was bonkers. That actually was And scary. he never used it, so... No, but it was actually... It was effective. No, it was scary, but, yeah, like... not everybody used the powers that they had available to them, whether it was guns or a magical power. I do want to ask a question. How does Piper's power work? Because she oh, uses it all the time to freeze demons, and then... Every once in a while, it's like she freezes a scene, and that's when we find out someone's magic is if they don't freeze. So like, I don't, I don't know. Get it. She's had some throwaway line about like immunity, but we do find out that right away, which I wasn't expecting, that Cole is evil. Yeah, but did we find out that he was evil? Because yes, because like yeah. I was trying. It seemed pretty clear to me. Okay, that's good to know because I was trying to like sort of distance myself from the associations I have with him, and like I know he. So he like. Apparates. I don't know. I can't even think of like the non Harry Potter word for this. No, but he, like, that's fair. And then he appears, teleports. Te- teleports. Yeah, sure. In the into the judge's chambers, he sets the judge on fire. Well, no, you have to. You have to bring up the fact that he pretended to be frozen. Yes. So he was watching Piper, and when she froze, he was like, "Oh, I have to pretend." To yeah, be but frozen. didn't hasn't Leo pretended to be frozen before? Like they, no. Uh, I don't know. They're very sketchy on when Leo is and is not allowed to be frozen. Um, anyway. But we knew that the judge when was, anyone is we knew the judge was bad. We knew the judge yeah. was bad, and, like, everyone in the courtroom was bad, and we, like, thought Cole was good. And then Cole goes into, like, magically appears in the judge's chambers, sets him on fire, and then reappears and pretends to be frozen again. And, like, I, I mean, yeah, it definitely wasn't, like, honest, mm-hmm. but it did achieve what, like, the good quote-unquote good outcome would have been. Yeah, I am really confused about why Cole is a district attorney. I have to be honest with you. I don't get that. Why is he prosecuting criminals if he's a demon? He should be spreading evil. But I'm maybe we'll find out. I was going to say I'm sure, but I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe I mean, there will be a reason. As Sorry, go ahead. Finish your sentence. No, but I think, the, I think what tips us off that he's evil is his weird smile when he pretend, stops pretending to be frozen his creepy smile and yeah. that he lights the person on fire. It seems like fire yeah, has the f- only been associated yeah, with Yeah, that demons. was, I think, the strongest point for me was I was like, yeah, you don't... 
Like, the charmed ones never set someone on fire. Yeah. But it definitely, it was like, I don't know. It wasn't Maybe like... It might be setting, like, just an interesting conflict up between, like, evil achieving, like, the ends of good. Yeah. And but, it wasn't, like, as straightforward as most things are on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't hammering us on the head with he's evil. I, yeah, so. I would say as a person who, like, is unattached to the show, that it seemed to me... Like, I know because, like, I was like, is he bad? And Tyrion was like, yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, from watching it, I could tell that, like, it was not an expected response. Like, whatever he was doing was, like, supposed to be sort of, like, the crowd was supposed to be like... Oh wait, what? Yeah. And then you were supposed, and then like the general actions were supposed to be taken as sort of like three quarters blanketly, probably not great. Yeah. Like you, like we don't know for sure yet, mm-hmm. but like let's not trust this handsome man in the courtroom. Right. It's so sort of so how I like, yeah conflict yeah. with like Phoebe's immediate infatuation with him. Totally. Yeah. Um, um I also yeah. like. This is definitely moving away from this particular scene, but I had a lot of questions about white lighters again in so this episode. Because Piper comes back from her vacation with Leo or whatever in a completely different outfit, and she only thinks she she, she thinks she's only been no, gone for she's a day. The same outfit, you think? Yeah, I think so. She was wearing that terrible ugly boat shirt. It was hideous. I do not remember those. Beads. I don't know what skirt she was wearing, but she was wearing that terrible T-shirt. And she had the hair beads too. Yes, she definitely, because I remember oh when they turned towards each other and saw the hair beads, I was like, wow, they got a continuity editor. Oh my god, I <laughs> did not remember that. Because um, the same thing. Okay, well, I just don't understand the purpose of a white lighter. Like, he's just allowed to not be around for a month? Like, were there no demons attacking yeah, him at that point? are they aware of and then, like, time is passing? And then when they're like, Leo, go do research on the Guardians, he's like, okay. And then instead of he doing that, back, he just farts like, around. No, and, I forgot. Yeah, he's like, no, I don't. I've just been thinking about my relationship. Well, your he relationship won't mean fucking problems. anything if everyone is dead. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But he literally, like, whatever. It was bullshit. Um... Okay, I have one more fashion moment, actually. I know we were only supposed to have... We're supposed to be cutting down, but I couldn't resist. At the end Whoa. of the episode, when we are um, watching the Bare Naked Ladies... Which, by the way, is a huge get for a person that's been away from her own club for a month. Yeah, <laughs> right? She comes back and she's like, well, the Bare Naked Ladies are supposed to be here tomorrow. I don't have any booze. Talk to them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, you, what the fuck? Are you kidding? <laughs> you haven't made any arrangements. They're from Canada, you know. Actually, I was scheduled you know. to I was scheduled to see the Bare Naked Ladies in September of 2001, and they refused to come to America because of 9-11. True story. Wow. True story. That's Alanis Morissette stepped in for them. Also Canadian, I think. Yes, so that was weird. But, Maybe um, she lived in America. She's doing her best. Anyway, I love the bare naked ladies and they were perfect. But <laughs> they were wearing in their ugly yellow button up matching yellow button. Is that your extra fashion no. moment? <laughs> My extra fashion moment is Piper behind the bar at the club. Oh god. Wearing a Kmart blue tank top with like yeah. literal just sequins oh, sewn so in a line around the, the, the corners. Her boobs look zero tank tops. So it, that tank top cost max seven dollars. <laughs> And her skirt was like a pillowcase. It was just a piece of cloth hanging from her and gathered at the top like there was yeah, a drawstring. Yeah, cut, and that's the outfit she gets engaged in. She looks Blech. awful. We're taking notes for your engagement. <laughs> I will be braless in a spaghetti strap. Like, limited to top. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, so she accepts... Okay, alright, also... The club is, like, jam-packed. As usual, there are, like, hordes of people slowly shuffling in in the <laughs> external, like, exterior shot. Um, and, like, we went... So we went to David Bowie tribute night last weekend, and, like, tribute. it was... It took, like, 25 minutes to even, like, get a bartender's attention. It was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> obscene. And, like, this and, is... Like, I made a friend in the time. <laughs> the friend that... Has my phone number and is trying to be my real life friend. Oh my god, are you friends yet? Jenny. Well, I sort of like. Jenny, to... I got your number. 
trying to think of an event to like invite her to do. Yeah. She should come pod with us. We should go to trivia without Maddie. Well, no, we're heading out. So topic. sorry that not good. No, it's yourself. not good. Okay, so anyway, I just brought that up because it was very hard to get a bartender's attention, and it was about the same level of crowd that P three had, and Piper seems to be the only bartender she's making like a single martini or whatever. <laughs> very then, relaxed, just talking. Yeah, exactly. And Leo like saunters down the stairs, and she's like, "Okay, I'm done bartending." <laughs> Like, I'll just walk away. Like, why Why are these serious conversations always happening at work? God, that's, you know, if you're really taking notes on my engagement, notice. It should never happen at work. I'm taking notes on my future TV Even if you work at a bar? <laughs> never. Never. Even if you were going to hop and club when the bare naked ladies are playing? It's huge get. It's a huge get. You're living your dream of being a chef. Oh, it's I mean, one the owner of a delete. club. <laughs> What's the name of the song they played? They played Pinch, um, me. Pinch Me. Pinch Me. Pinch Me. Because I'm still asleep. All right, I'm done. Oh, okay, bye. Wait, we have to rate the episode, oh, you okay. poop head. Four. I give it four out of five. Wait, can oh I, God. Wait, I want to say Jesus. <laughs> it was the best episode so far. Cry many cries. And I will re- place my reputation on that. Uh, you're gonna place your <laughs> reputation upon that bet. Okay, I'm gonna say. Wait, though, this is my sub white light. If no one else said it, and no one did, I think that. Oh my god, this cat hair is getting into my. I mean, you're being. petting a cat, and you're allergic to cats. No, but I don't. That That's doesn't, my that, white light. That doesn't mean that cat hair needs to be into my mouth. How about that? <laughs> so um, true. Uh. I would say my, like, secondary way light, or maybe even more, was, so when Leah was proposing to her, of like, we should have the secret wedding, I think that Holly Marie Combs had, like, a very incredible acting moment, where she was just, like, very emotional, and, like, she was like, I love you, and I want to marry you, but, like, this is, this is a bullshit reason for us to get married. Yeah. And she looked, like very upset but torn and like it was hard for her to deal with and um yeah she's a gem she really did a great job with that i would agree she really killed it even though her plot her subplot sucked agreed um i would give this episode 3.5 i think sorry to give you a decimal while you have to calculate this um, I'll give it a three, I guess, but that's sort of generous. Like, I think I'm influenced by your guys' ratings. Mm-hmm. But I'll stand by that three. Okay. Then we have a seven out of ten, my friends. Whoa! The highest knows I'm the highest. Pretty cool. I think I don't think is. we've ever gone higher Frankly. than seven. When have we ever gotten a seven before? I think I we think got a seven the last episode. <laughs> It was a good episode. Or maybe we were just enjoying ourselves. It's getting... The season finale... I think that no, we are just enjoying ourselves. It's so definitely far. getting better. Like I think the one where we were relaxed, we... I don't know. I I know we just talked about Holly Marie Combs, but I think Shannon Doherty did really well in this episode. And I She definitely irritated me, like, 95% less. Yeah. I, there was a, there were a couple of, like, really good lines she had in that last scene, where she was like, why are you picking on me? I think the best thing I can <laughs> say about... About Shannon Doherty in this episode is like I barely noticed her. <laughs> yes, when no, usually I am like irritated by her presence. No, she has like these weird tics that are so crazy. Yeah, that like she's like I'm an actress, so like I'll just like do some hot bits right now, and like, it just doesn't work out. Speak without moving my jaw. This is, you know, <laughs> what I think about a lot is like Tierney when you said mm-hmm. about a different episode, like. And I, I feel that this applies to the episode we just watched, but, like, oh, this was, like, a mediocre episode of a good TV yes. show as opposed to, like, a good episode of a terrible TV yes, show. for sure. It's getting closer to a real TV show. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was about this episode that made it better, but it feels more like a television show and less, like, slop. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Goodbye! Bye! Until next time. Bye. Bless.